Hello everyone, welcome back to, this is going to be episode 7 if I recall of the Declassified UFO Files Blue Book Sessions and this is, I believe, of season 7, well not season 7, season 2, it is episode 7, Curse of the Skinwalker. Now this episode was very, I don't know what to describe it, if it's macabre or just a very interesting mythology kind of episode because if that is the case ladies and gentlemen then i'm very concerned on what's going to happen for the next let's reasonably say three episodes left because we have three that are left and i do believe that is season episode eight nine and ten and personally i'm very like uncomfortable on what's going to happen next Except for the fact that, one, this is going to be near the very end of the series. It's just going to happen. Whatever. At the end of the day, I personally think that this could be the this could be the end of the series. This could be the end of the podcast as we know it, honestly. Just the way that it felt. But Curse of the Skinwalker. I'm sorry for going on a weird tangent out of nowhere. But personally, this episode was very, very, very different to what I expected, honestly. Because this episode... Holy... Basically, Captain Quinn and Dr. Hynek head off to Utah to a ranch to investigate a young family's claims of unexplainable and dangerous phenomena. Basically, they're on their way to Utah. They're talking about previous cases and whatnot. They're just thinking, okay, whatever. We're off to Utah. They're on their way over there. We see the family originally deal with some sort of, like, their kids sleepwalking. And they're like, okay, whatever. We'll get them back home easily. No problem. No questions asked. Then they see some weird being out there in the woods blue book is, in, is called in to investigate they start to uh, help do so and then things start to get really just crazy and weird and they're not sure how to start things really then again this episode didn't start out in the most greatest of ways anyways i personally think but anyways as this episode kind of goes on it gets more and more into ridiculousness territory if i'm honest it's kind of because goes into some almost really crazy weird mythology uncanny valley of just i don't know what anymore it just it kind of goes into so many weird directions that it's just it isn't a fun episode to really watch but meanwhile uh, what's his name corporal rizzuto who was around the previous episode i forgot his name he's uh having his house cleaned by Susie who claims to be his boy, his girlfriend, and they decide to go through all this shtick because I guess he had a meeting with the generals of Blue Book to, I guess, divulge more information that they normally wouldn't, um... Um, what's it called? Uh... Basically, they go through this, and they say... You're lying to us. Don't be, don't be a child, Susie. Like, tell us the truth. She's lying through her freaking teeth. Like, this is happening while Heineken Quinn are in Utah. But this is a little. I guess it's a, maybe a week or maybe a couple weeks after the Robertson panel episode. Which, honestly, I'm gonna say that episode was not bad, but it, it just felt weird because it was years after the fact for like where it was set, and then it went, it jumped back. And it made me think that they were going to do something like this where the series was going to 
go with that sort of thing again and kind of do that again. That would have been great if they were to have it where he's now tell like where Hynek's now telling his story to a biographer or something like that. I think that could have been a good way to start season three if they were to have had a third season, which sadly this series did not get. I wish it did. It didn't. Whatever. It's not a big deal. But anyways, this is happening. They're investigating. They run into their, I guess, the rancher and his wife's neighbor, who seems to know a little bit about this Navajo legend called the Skinwalker, which apparently was this like a medicine man from back in the back in the 1800s or 1700s of sorts that um basically had this way of like turning into an evil spirit that most people would not um necessarily enjoy you could say it was very um i don't know i hope it like i don't know anything about navajo legends or mythos i hate to say it like that i don't right really don't know anything about them but i know the navajo are from that area of the state the southwestern states and uh, mexico and utah and all that and i do know they are a well-respected tribe like well not a tribe but clan of sorts i don't know what you want to say but like a group ethnic group of uh indigenous americans i for one wouldn't mind meeting someone who was of navajo descent i know someone that is i believe they said they were iroquois or mohawk i can't recall anymore it's been years since i last spoke to them but that's what they said originally but i don't care not like i don't care but i don't care anymore because i haven't i've lost contact with them that's a different story for a different time like i say for a lot of these things but anyways that's happening they also discover a flare out of nowhere that's, I guess, connected to the air, like the army base nearby, a couple clicks away from the farm that the rancher and his wife uh, are dealing with. I can't remember the name of the, uh, the ranchers at all, but um, it's basically same idea, and it's just basically all that is going on while Mimi is getting interrogated. No, not Mimi. Susie's getting interrogated. They think they're lying through... She's, they think she's lying through her teeth. She is. All this good stuff is going on. Basically, all of... Um, Mimi's being told to take a break from her UFO group because she can't even access any files from Blue Book right now, apparently because of the general saying that she needs to have additional clearance now because, I guess, some information may have leaked out. We don't know exactly what's going on. All we know is that Corporal Rizzuto is dead. Uh, Susie's the one that capped him because he was a double agent. I guess working for the Americans. And uh, she ended his life. And that was a good way to kind of end his storyline. Because he wasn't really in the whole series a whole lot. He was only in it for maybe one episode, really. But I guess she... Like, uh, like Susie approached him to get help with her daughter. And... She's no longer asking Captain ha Captain Quinn for help, which is kind of strange, but whatever. I guess she found a way to get to another channel and uh, discover another way to get access to someone that can help. And uh, in the loophole, you could say. But that happens. Meanwhile, there's an earthquake and a bit of a strange occurrence again after they think they solved the case when uh, the rancher's kid is found and whatnot. They're given a place to stay for the night. They start to notice there's more and more occurrences of craziness going on. Even Captain, like, um, Dr. Heineck, even tries to fix, uh, fix 
the kids jacking the box, which is kind of sweet of him to do. I applaud him for that. Ow. I'm fucking clapping. But yeah, he does that. And in the night, they do have an instance of some strange occurrences. They even, during, like, while they head back, headed back to the ranch, there was an earthquake of sorts that caused a power line to go out. And they keep on thinking, okay, what's going on here? Then the neighbor shows up out of nowhere after they, after Heineck and Quint apparently see the skinwalker. The neighbor next door, I guess, is well-known to do this. I don't know exactly. But I do know he goes through all this sort of stuff, and it's like, okay. He knows a little bit about it. He Like, the rancher thinks that the neighbor took him away or whatever. He didn't. They find out that throughout all this that the Air Force, I guess, found a way to make earthquakes happen and also were digging underneath the rancher's home and that's where billy took off to to some television set where they like when they look in and they find out oh this is just another experiment that's going on that they didn't know about and they do get like they find a way to give the rancher some a lump sum of money to sell so they don't have to worry about living there anymore and blue book kind of says yeah case is closed let's go home as much as they wanted to stick around, they just wanted to check in, see if everyone was doing okay. They do so, they leave, and it kind of ends on the Skinwalker still being around. So, honestly, even then, I don't know what else is going on. I personally think, whoa, that was intense. And, yeah, that's what ends the episode. This episode was very X-Files-y, to say the least. It felt like a X-Files camp value sort of episode. If I'm going to give it a rating, it's got to be... As much as I love the X-Files, I'd have to say this is definitely going to be about an 8. Now, it's not the best episode. It's not the one I could say hands down is my absolute favorite. But it does have its quirks. It has its moments of being like, that's good. That's good television. But, alas, it did not have enough for me. I personally found it enjoyable. I don't know what else to say. I can say for sure that I enjoyed the episode. But overall, I found that this episode was good. I don't know if it's the absolute best, but I found it enjoyable enough. But the next one will be episode 8, which is called What Lies Beneath. And then they will definitely... um, have to figure out what happens next and then the next two like the next two episodes the next two episodes really wrap things up if i'm honest eight and nine and the last one will definitely um be one of the most intense episodes that i might have to do two parts of who knows i don't know for certain but i know for a fact that i'll uh definitely be a series an episode i won't forget but until then ladies and gentlemen this is scott your host Signing out, and transmission.